Thanks for listening to this week's episode, CrossFit, Getting Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable. As many of you know by now, Kim was always looking for something new for us to try. We were already hiking and biking weekly. We weren't members of 24 Hour Fitness or Choose, but Kim saw the value in weight training and toning. I don't remember who, but one of her teaching friends had mentioned this workout he started doing that incorporated lifting weights and cardio. Kim researched it, and we found ourselves at our first workout at CrossFit. This particular CrossFit box, they call them boxes, not gyms, had a free beginner class on Saturday morning. Now, this was almost 10 years ago before CrossFit exploded into what it was now. We had no idea what to expect when we walked in. It was like a big warehouse building, roll-up doors, there's no mirrors, no workout machines, Just mats on the ground, weights, timer, and of course, loud music. The beginning class had about 12 of us. Kim and I arrived early, as we often do for everything, and watched the ending of the non-beginner class before us. It was a mix of gladiator-looking men and women, some overweight folks, some average-looking folks, and then let's just say a few older folks. At the end of the class, They all collapsed on the ground, breathing heavy, trying to catch their breath. I was thinking to myself, what in the hell did Kim just sign us up for? I'd overheard a few of them talking while they were cleaning up, saying, that was the hardest six minutes I've ever done. Six minutes, and then they collapsed on the ground. We signed a waiver, and then we were introduced to Coach James and why workouts are called WADs. WAD stands for workout of the day. This is what's amazing about CrossFit is that every Memorial Day at every CrossFit box in the world, yes, in the world, does a hero WAD called Murph. The Murph workout is as follows, a one mile run with a 20 pound weight vest most of us didn't do that. 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then a one-mile run for time. The Murph is named after Lieutenant Michael Murphy. It was his favorite workout. Lieutenant Murphy was killed in Afghanistan. And if you saw the movie Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg, then you will see what a hero Lieutenant Murphy was. This is just one of many hero wads. I think in total, we did Murph at least six times. Sometimes we were traveling on that holiday weekend, but if possible, we made sure we could do it. So back to our first time doing CrossFit, the beginner class. Coach James walks us through the workout that we were gonna do, showed us how to physically do the movements, And then he turned on the music loud, started a timer, and we were off. 
This workout itself was under 12 minutes. And honestly, I really didn't think it was going to be that hard. Boy, were we humbled. 12 minutes later, sweat pouring down our faces, both of us collapsing on the ground, just like the folks from the earlier class. I thought to myself, that was the hardest 12 minute workout I have ever done in my life. When it was over, I asked Kim what she thought. She had this grin on her face, smiling, said she loved it. And the next thing I know, we're in the office signing up. Now, this was like 10 years ago, like I said. So the monthly dues were only like $60 a month. And this was way before CrossFit became the, the phenomenon it is today. Boy, did I learn a lot about my body during CrossFit. I also felt pain in muscles I never knew I had before. We started going four times a week, and that was the first time I'd seen muscles in definition before. Now, Kim and I were older than most of the folks as we were in our early 40s. But I can tell you, there were some leg workouts that I seemed fine after. The rest of that night, no problem. But the next morning, I couldn't even sit on a toilet. Or if I dropped something on the ground, forget about it. I would just leave it, move on, not even bend over to pick it up. Then there were some arm workouts that I found myself not being able to lift my arms above my shoulders the next day. My arms were like pterodactyl dinosaur arms. In the shower, I'd have to bend over my head to my arms to wash my hair. It's kind of an inside joke with CrossFit. We all have been through it. We all laugh about it. But we just loved it. Loved seeing the progress we made, but moreover, loved being a part of the CrossFit community. It is really like a family. We would do holiday workouts together or themed workouts. True friendships formed. We were doing things outside of CrossFit together. And if someone needed help in our community, the rest of us were there to support. Some of our closest friends currently are from our CrossFit community. One time, a big group of us from the box drove up to LA to watch the regionals. We actually had two people from our box in it. It was so great to support them and to see all the CrossFit folks in all over Southern California. It was just truly inspiring. Our local box also put on a local competition. That year, the competition fell on my 44th birthday, I think it was. Maybe it was my 43rd birthday. I remember Kim had asked what I wanted to do for my birthday, and I told her I wanted to compete in the competition. It was held at SDSU on that big field. It included four different workouts throughout the day. The first one started in the swimming pool. I was the oldest person who registered for it. Kim was great, coaching me through every workout, giving me pointers and advice. My goal going in was not to be in last place. I knew I wasn't going to win it. I knew it was probably going to be nowhere near the top but I just didn't want to be in last place, especially being the oldest one there. And at the end, 
Not only did the entire crowd sing me happy birthday, I placed third to last place. And to me, that was a win. A few years later, they had another competition and Kim entered it. This time, Kim was the oldest competitor and she entered in the scale division. Once again, it was several workouts in one day and Kim slayed it. I was so proud of her. When they announced the winner, and with no surprise, Kim took first place. She was so proud of herself, not only being the oldest competitor, but just sticking through it. And then not only sticking through it, but winning it. Kim was a big believer that CrossFit is why we were able to hike Mount Whitney or bike a hundred miles and do all the physical things we did. She felt CrossFit gave us that fundamental core strength for us to accomplish everything. As the years passed with CrossFit, we went from lifting heavy to just lifting. We went from competing to just participating. Instead of trying to do as many rounds as possible for time, we just kept moving until it's time to stop. Our goal was to keep our heart rate up and to burn calories. We were often the oldest in the class, but we never quit. We never stopped. And we never gave up before workout was over. My 50th birthday was rolling around. And Kim and I kept tossing around ideas. You know, 50 is a big one. My birthday was during the week. We both had to work that day. So we couldn't do something too special. But Kim came up with the idea of doing a wad on my birthday at the box. And there's this wad in CrossFit. It's called the Filthy 50. And Kim thought, what better way to celebrate my 50th birthday than to do the Filthy 50? Kim talked to Mark, the owner, who's also a dear friend of ours by now, and he agreed to make that the workout. Kim and I invited Team Huff Puff and Stuff, my coworkers, her coworkers, and of course our CrossFit family to participate. So at the 5 p.m. class on my 50th birthday, there was a pretty big group of us, I think like 30 of us, ended up doing the Filthy 50. Now this workout consists of 50 box jumps, 50 jumping pull-ups, 50 kettlebell swings, 50 walking lunges, 50 knees to elbow, 50 push presses, 50 back extensions, 50 wall balls, 50 burpees, and 50 double unders, all for time. We laughed and had a great time in that workout. We had folks there had never done CrossFit before who did complete it. But then, of course, after, we had to go to the bar and celebrate. This, by far, was the best birthday that I ever had. By this time, CrossFit has become this huge sensation. Everyone was either doing CrossFit or had an opinion about CrossFit. At our box, the owner, Mark, started incorporating a HIIT class, which is similar to CrossFit, but without weights. Once Kim did a hit class, there was no turning back. 
if we were training for a specific event, a specific hike or bike ride, we would do the hit class, which kicked our ass. And then we would stay and do the CrossFit class after back to back. Kim and I agreed that it is at that time that we were truly in the best shape of our lives. Unfortunately, March 2020, COVID hit. And our CrossFit box had to shut down like every other gym, store, pretty much the world shut down. Mark, the owner, quickly figured out a way to still hold classes through Zoom. He allowed members to check out equipment so they could have it at home and to continue to do the classes online. Coach Diana held the HIT classes via Zoom in the mornings, and we attended every morning from our living room. Now, Memorial Day in rolled around May 2020, and as usual, it was time to do the MRF. With the box closed due to COVID, Kim and I convinced Team Huff Puff and Stuff. Now, our bike riding friends definitely didn't do CrossFit, so for them, this was a challenge. But they're troopers. They did a lot of crazy shit with us over the years. We invited them to do Murph with us in a park, six feet apart. We wouldn't do it for time, but just a way to get together, a way to be active, a way to get us through COVID. We substituted the pull-ups for push presses, but Kim did that entire workout, 100 push presses, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and running the mile only to be diagnosed with stage four breast cancer two months later. It's still really hard for me to look back at that time in the park doing MRF and how hard and physically challenging that workout was. Knowing that Kim's body was riddled with cancer then, it's still really, really hard for me to swallow that. When Kim was diagnosed, our CrossFit community was just amazing. They were supportive, always reaching out, always checking in, dropping food off or sending us gift cards. After Kim's initial chemo then radiation treatments, she told me she wanted to go back to CrossFit. They were open now, but following COVID protocols. I let Mark know, and when we walked in, for the first class since Kim had been diagnosed. We were greeted by our CrossFit family, including Coach James, Coach Diana, Coach Kelsey, and our CrossFit community. Kim was smiling ear to ear, and I was tearing up. No, Kim couldn't do much, but she did what she could do, and she loved it. We tried going twice a week, but it was hard on her physically. Her side effects from the chemo and the radiation were tough and zapped her of her energy. We started missing weeks and would attend a morning class or an evening class here and there. Towards the end, Kim would show up on her motorized scooter, not really walking. She'd park it, then do what she could while sitting on a box. If it was lifting a dumbbell over her head or even doing a push-up, she kept moving. 
Some of the members would shake their heads in amazement. Kim would be ball-headed in a scooter, and they would come over and tell her how inspirational she was. Some said they wanted to even stop working out during the workout, but would look over at her and say, if Kim's not stopping, then I'm not stopping. Kim's last trip in the van, we went to Oregon. On the way there, we ended up driving by the CrossFit ranch. Now, if you're into CrossFit, you know what the ranch is. This is where the first ever CrossFit games were held. We could see it from the freeway as we drove by. This ranch was owned by Dave Castro, who was instrumental in the success of CrossFit. He created all the grueling workouts that we did at the Open, even at regionals, and then even for the games. We knew we had to stop and at least take a picture outside of it. And as we were driving slowly down the dirt road to the ranch, it was amazing. We had seen so many videos about this place. And here we are, standing at the ranch. The gates were closed, so we parked the van and stood outside the gate taking pictures when Dave Castro's dad comes over to us. We explained why we stopped, that we're longtime CrossFitters, how Kim is stage four cancer, and how we've always wanted to see the ranch. He opened the gate and let us in, took us up to the infamous barn, and just as we enter, Dave Castro himself shows up. We actually got a little nervous. They were so polite, showed us around, asked us a lot of questions, including what box we worked out at. He said he actually knew Mark, the owner. Kim was just smiling ear to ear. It was historical. They even said we could do a workout while we were there if we wanted to. But of course, Kim was weak from the radiation and chemo. Instead, we just hugged them goodbye, thanked them, and then we were on our way. I don't remember Kim's last time at CrossFit. I think because every time we went in her last year, I thought it might be the last time. After Kim passed, in true fashion, our CrossFit community was there to support me. Mark was even kind enough to get up and say a few words about Kim at her celebration of life. It took almost six months for me to go back to CrossFit. I knew it'd be hard, and I honestly wasn't sure if I could. But I was welcomed back with hugs, tears, and love. I made it through my first workout back with tears in my eyes, and even broke down in my car after. I still tear up sometimes during my CrossFit workouts now, but I am so grateful to have my CrossFit community. About a month before Kim passed, we were reminiscing about CrossFit and the Hero Wads. I asked her if we were to do a wad in her honor, what should the workout be? And she said it should be made up of her favorite moves. So on July 1st of this year, 2023, the anniversary week of her passing, at our CrossFit box, we are doing a hero wad called the Butler in honor of her in the day she passed, July 6th, 
2022. It is seven rounds, seven representing July, of six, the day she passed, the sixth, push presses, six power cleans, six sit-ups, six box jumps, and 22 double-unders. 22 representing the year she passed. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the show if you like it. Recommend it to your friends who may need a laugh, some motivation, or just want to hear about our love story. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Kims Until Death Do Us Part. Until next time, go out and live. You have fun, you have lived, and you are loved.